Simpson is weighing in on rape accusations against Antonio Brown. He says Antonio is innocent until he's found robbing a hotel in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> That's wow. a pretty complicated joke. It's a pretty uh, yeah, pretty good punchline there. So one of the stories that uh, that we got a debate tonight. Th- only three hours though, oh, so don't miss it. Oh man, the kids are going to be upset when it ends. <laughs> you yeah. tune in twenty minutes late. You've only got two and a half hours left. It's like the the kids when they open their last Christmas present and there aren't any more. There will be tears. <laughs> Oh, oh my man. God! Sounds like a punishment. It does. Oh are, boy! Are they going to eat up like 15 minutes like they have in the other ones, bringing them out like NBA Good All point. Star announcements and several have, different songs, an opening act, and spotlights, yeah, an opening act. Um, uh, so we'll we'll have analysis of that tomorrow. But one of the stories yesterday got a lot of attention. Uh, President Trump was talking about vaping. Oh and yeah. Administration's going to really take a, a look at vaping. And I just came across this um, a doctor that was on the CBS Early Show and. I don't know. I'll take his word for it. He's the the doctor they decide to have on. He said there isn't any data that shows that vaping is safer than tobacco. Vaping tobacco is using vaping to take in your tobacco is safer in the long run. He says there's no data to prove that. What does that even mean, vaping to take in tobacco? As opposed to smoking it on a cigarette. Do you mean nicotine? Uh, How do you vape a leaf? I don't get that. I mean, I honestly don't get it. Yeah, the the e-cigarettes, you're taking in nicotine, but I don't believe you're taking in tobacco. But it, so there's no to, oh there's no tobacco related. I don't believe so. Oh, it's I thought a water that was vapor. The, I thought the point was you're getting your tobacco goodness without the nicotine, but it's no, the just, other way around. You're oh, getting your nicotine yeah. goodness without the tobacco. Exactly. Huh? Yeah. Well, so and, then what is the doctor talking about? Well, the, <laughs> I didn't see him. <laughs> I think it's just the short timeline. There's no data on the long-term effects of vaping because it's only existed for four years. Yeah, right. It's it's all about the kids. The, there is a, a witch huntish explosion of fear and loathing about vaping right now. And it's driven almost entirely. Well, it's driven by the sort of do-gooders who want to tell you how to live your life in part. But most of it is that kids are vaping like crazy. I see a lot. And becoming nicotine addicts. Now, those deaths, it's looking like, and, you know, it's not like I did the science myself, but it's looking like the deaths so far from those uh, horrendous respiratory illnesses are like black market THC products. It's not like smoking the Juul cigarettes, um, or you know the the Juul thingy, the cigarette substitute. And I just, I it seems to be like this explosion of fear and loathing, like I said, where a lot of people are using it to get off of burning leaves and inhaling that chemical laden smoke into their lungs, and instead they're getting their nicotine through the 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 vape while they're trying to quit. How about you just don't smoke nothing? Is that an option? Sure, of course. Yeah. That's up to you. Seems like a good option. Uh, again, the the whole nexus of it's awful for kids to do it, which I agree. There's no defending it. And therefore, we have to really crack down and not let adults do it. Because if the adults are doing it, there's no way we keep it away from the kids. I don't like that sort of law. I never have. So deal with the kids. But uh, according to teachers and parents and administrators, it's just exploding in high schools and middle schools. Because it's so easy to hide, and the little devices look like a, a thumb drive, a, you know, a flash drive. And um, so, yeah, it's happening and, like crazy. And because it's vapor, not smoke, a lot of the traditional things don't catch it, right? Like you can go into a middle school bathroom mm. and, and pretty discreetly do it. Yeah, kids are doing it in class. Oh, really? Yeah, a teacher turns their bag or writing on a board or whatever, you take a little puff and 
down under your desk, and, and it's uh, mostly odorless. And so, yeah. And I assume Kids you'd be taking doing that. hits of uh, nicotine. I assume you'd be doing that because you're now addicted to nicotine. Otherwise, right. you could wait. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, I could have used it really to stay awake during math class in high school. Um, but, yeah. So, everybody's worried about the kids. Poor youngsters. Got a story about some internet influencers. Oh, I love that term. If I ever explained to you how much I like that term, influencers. You know, I was thinking about this the other day. Ed, that there are a number of internet influencers. I don't call them that, and they don't call that themselves that, 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 I, that I look to regularly mm-hmm. for, for stuff. And that I, influence I did, people. They influence me. Right. I, if I want to know about something, I go to their site to hear what they think about it. The biggest, Simpson. The <laughs> biggest influencers are girls with big boobs, yeah, n- and they of, influence you to look at their boobs. None of my influencers do that. Yes, or they travel to exotic locations and uh, and show you their big boobs. So you look at the location and their big boobs. It's expected to be a $10 billion business next year in America, influencing. Yes. So, I mean, and, and it, that's growing a lot from where it is now. So there's, there, there's going to be a lot of growth in that, and so whatever you know about or can influence... I'm talking about influencers where you you know about something like you uh, you're a guy you could explain what the best handheld drill is and do videos where you know handheld tools you do videos where you test out different tools and talk about which ones are the best and you, you could Dewalt. And, and, you, you can, and you can grow that and, and turn into something where you make a lot of money if you, you get your black and decker right, that's a good one I'm not talking about the the ubiquitous big boob girls just yep. showing you what they're wearing that day. That's not You're not an influencer if you're doing that. Yes. That's Milwaukee. what they call them. They call them. Why, yes. would you, why would you call them influencers? Yes, though? they do. This is my jihad. Well, it's one of them. I have but, quite a few. But why would you call them influencers? That's the name they came up with. I, I don't know. I That's my, my point. Or why would it's you, such an idiotic term. <laughs> or why would you lump them in with what? You know, real influencers. The, well, the, because the kids they that review toys and all that sort of stuff. They influence seventeen-year-old girls to go buy a particular lipstick. Okay, so they are trying to influence a, a product. Yeah, indirectly. Yeah, although their appeal is is look at my 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 large breasts, and or my sexy pouty, uh, chemically enhanced lips, and the rest mm-hmm. of it. Uh, anyway, uh, we've got a couple of Internet influencer stories that will just delight you if you have a similar mindset to me. Um, uh, but we, I think a higher priority is to get to this uh, National Labor Relations Board, which is hammering Google on a shame. how they only permit one point of view politically at Google and punish you if you don't have it, which we've been highlighting for quite some time now. As we ha- have our eye on Silicon Valley, it's, you know, uh, an interesting little, uh, it's a paradox. It's a conundrum. It's a, it's a game to play on a uh, rainy Saturday. Uh, go to Google and Google evil, and it'll just keep going back to the Google homepage. Huh? Mm? What the uh, feds <laughs> said to Google. Coming up in moments. A delicious spanking of the tech belligerent bastards at Google. Fantastic. That's next. Armstrong and Getty. news, LeBron James denies he tried to trademark Taco Tuesday. That's actually not my breaking news. <laughs> it's actually not my breaking news, but I just glanced over and saw that. 
So you did not try to trademark Taco Tuesday. <laughs> I had read that he had, and right. frankly, I thought that was belligerent of him. I, I rushed to judgment, and I apologize. Now, this is the actual breaking-ish news. The House Judiciary Committee just approved a resolution for investigative procedures Democrats will use to determine whether or not they should recommend impeaching Trump. The committee chairman, Jerry Nadler, has cast the vote on the resolution, which passed 24-17 as a formal step in the impeachment process. Jerry Wadler. Even though the House has not yet voted to approve a formal impeachment inquiry. Right. Uh, listen, so this, uh, I've been wrong before. Does this mean anything? I don't know. N- n- no. Well, it, it means something to the base. It means the people they vote for are doing what they want them to do, which is to move toward impeachment that will never happen, and Jerry Wadler knows it. But we have put the president on double secret probation (laughs) and have launched an investigation into his impeachment status. And everybody goes, oh, oh, and he just made those things up on the fly. So Nadler said there's no House rule requiring the House take a full vote. In light of this precedent, the committee has made it clear that it has full authority to conduct an impeachment investigation as to whether... To recommend articles of impeachment. Okay. So there you go. Super. So look forward to that for the next year and a half. Recommend away, Jerry. Recommend away. Federal regulators. And I haven't had a lot of use for the National Labor Relations Board through the years, but they have ordered Google to assure employees that they are allowed to speak out on political and workplace issues. People familiar with the matter say is part of a settlement of formal complaints that the search giant punishes those who dare express a point of view different, a political point of view, than the uh, heavyweights of Silicon Valley. Though Google executives have long bragged about having a workplace culture designed to encourage open debate, current and former employees across the political spectrum have complained that they were retaliated against for raising concerns about equality and freedom of speech. Uh, James Damore, the most uh, obvious example of that. Uh, the settlement was approved by an agency director. Blah, blah, blah. Um, it's Imagine the, if a conservative-leaning company was uh, uh, punishing employees for talking about pro-choice and stuff like that. What right. a huge story that would be. Oh, think, uh, how about the boycotts? Can you imagine? Oh, if, yeah. Say, oh, yeah. I, I happen to hear a, a story about General Motors today. So, so they're top of my mind. But General Motors is not doing this. But can you imagine if they were sanctioning and firing Anybody who was in favor of abortion rights, that sort of thing, just saying it. Or if there was a giant company meeting where, for instance, the board of or the, the the guys who run General Motors cried and said, "This is a terrible day." The day after Hillary Clinton was elected, because that's what happened at Google. Can you imagine the national boycott of GM? By uh, lefties. Anyway, Google, that is evil. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is the second time in, in, gosh, what a week. They've been hammered by the feds. Um, uh, last week it was uh, violations of child privacy laws, $170 million fine and admonishment from regulators not to track the Internet activity of little children under the age of 13. Now, interestingly, private employers have the ability to learn, limit certain speech inside their workplaces. Um, and last month, Google moved to prune office debates among its more than 100,000 full-time employees 
adding new guardrails for discussions of non-work topics and encouragement to avoid potentially disruptive conversations. Among the new rules, discussions that make other Googlers feel like they don't belong have no place here. Now, who talks politics at work anyway? Google. Stop talking about politics at work. I know, Google them you, constantly. You do because everybody thinks yeah. the same. You do if if you feel like everybody's on the same side. You'd feel comfortable talking about. You see what that idiot Trump said last night? I know. Can you believe it? Right. In a crowd of people. Right. And you get that uh, that point of view. You get that attitude because anybody who expresses a a contrary point of view is so savagely attacked. Nobody dares do it. And so, after a while, silence becomes, uh, you know, a permission. Let's see. Federal law protects activities like forming a union, conversations about improving pay, among other types of conduct. Uh, let's see. Right-leaning employees say that expressing their beliefs can make them lepers among Google hiring managers. Um Let's see. Uh, some of the more outspoken staffers were offered pay packages to leave the company. One com- try to get one of those. Yeah. That so you don't awesome. like you don't like my politics. You're going to pay me to quit. Wow. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. One complainant, ex Google engineer Kevin Cernicky, I've seen him. I've read what he's written. Has said he was fired for expressing unpopular right leaning political beliefs to fellow employees on the company's freewheeling internal message boards. Google says he was fired for misusing company equipment. I remember that. It was something I can't remember. He he he, he, he did a photocopy of, of something personal. I mean, it was just a ridiculous assertion by Google. Um, like his gluteal cleft personal or like documents personal? No, it was one of those. Uh, he, he made a, a private call on company time. Oh, it was one of those everybody does it things. Um, so they tried to can him. So anyway. Feds hammering Google. About time. So I got some more breaking news. LeBron James says he did come up. No, it has nothing to do with LeBron James. Um, Taco Tuesday. I remember uh, College Town, uh, where I went to school, University of Illinois. Taco John's had uh, soft shell Sunday. That was a big day because I was dirt poor and I could afford to have two of them on fat. Sundays because fat. I was not fat um, because they were so cheap. So, man, that was exciting. I got to eat tacos on Sunday. So, this is Taco breaking... Tuesday. I have no position on <laughs> I'm this, agnostic. This is breaking from Breitbart. How often is Breitbart right or wrong? Oh, they've pretty got reliable. a pretty good t- track record, yeah. They're definitely very, very conservative, and, right. uh, you know, they've got a point of view, no doubt about it. But anyway, Elizabeth Warren is a direct descendant of an Indian fighter who fought Indian tribes. So while she has been claiming, and I don't think, I don't know how important any what of this is. Hell? I just find this kind of interesting. Yeah. In that she was do, trying to do the whole I'm a Native American thing for a long time, and then we all know the whole flap. So according to Breitbart, they've nailed down that her great-great-great-grandfather was in a Tennessee a militia that actually fought Indian tribes way back in mm. the 1800s when we were trying to destroy the Indians to get them off our land. Right. What are you doing on our land before we got here? Right. Um. Well, yeah, the Indians were killing the hell out of each other before the white man got to the uh, the land mass, which is not to say what happened uh, subsequently was good or fine. This, the idea that but can you, they have this idea that everybody lived blissfully and peacefully in the forest. Well, yeah, but she she so but can she put out a Native American cookbook if she's uh, from a lineage that 
killed Indians? <laughs> well, the oh whole God. you're answerable for the actions of oh, your no, five ridiculous. generations ago. People it's I find ridiculous. repugnant it's ridiculous. And, and stupid. Please don't mm-hmm. mention the Indian cookbook without mentioning its name, Pow Wow Chow. Oh, yes. right. Charming. Charming and amusing. Stuff. I don't think it's important. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's uh-huh. Joe laughing over there. He's so amused. <laughs> well, it's a pow-wow chow. It's a, very good. What's coming up in your news, Marshall Phillips? Well, the Democratic National Committee's issued a rare warning to the candidates before tonight's debate. You know, finding out that the debate is three hours long tonight sucked the life out of me. I'm not sure I can do the show. I might have to lay down for a while to, to take that news in. Right. It's like the doctor said, all right, come back then at 3 o'clock. And right. you should know, this procedure is going to be very painful. <laughs> It's difficult to enjoy the rest of your day. (laughs) Oh, we've got the word about the multi-billion dollar settlement offered up by an opioid giant, Purdue. And scientists discover a super earth. Coming up. A super earth. I've always thought this earth was super. Uh, It's even super earth. This is even more super. Wow. Yeah, we've got that uh, Instagram influencer story, which is just hilarious. Actually, two of them. Yeah. Uh, and, Jack, I know you'll be interested in this. Do you remember when our, our favorite military analyst, Mike Lyons, said that China will, um, we will exchange ordnance with China on the high seas before too terribly long? Ugh. A source within the United States Navy is agreeing with him. Oof. Um, a, a few more details are available. China is asshole! Okay, you know what? I agree. That is troubling. That but clip's troubling. But I love that clip. Yeah. Where did that come from? That's an angry Hong Kong protester. Mm. And he is so right. <laughs> News back. New York Times out with an article today showing how uh, your major universities, your elite universities, care way more about money than diversity um, when it comes down to it. Oh, shock. Yeah, that is shocking. You know, and way more about endowments and research rep than any experience your kid has in the school as they're gouging you for 50 grand. Ugh. Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Well, the top Democratic presidential contenders will finally be on one debate stage for tonight's three-hour ah, event. Ah, quit in, saying that. In, three hours? Oof. In Houston. Joe Biden is going to try to solidify his early lead over Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren. Well, all three of those are going to need a nap midway through. I mean, three hours for for folks of their age. That's a lot. Actually, you know what? I would hate standing up for three straight hours. I would I would uh, find it to be physically daunting. Yeah. I would yeah. like really want to monitor what I ate and drank throughout the day and how much sleep I got to be yeah, ready to honest, stand and yeah. try to be sharp for three hours. Imagine being damn near 80. In my back, it'd be killing me. I mean, because you're standing in more or less the same position. It's not like you're doing a stand-up job, which I've done through the years, but you're just standing there. It's like being in line for three hours. Right. Oof. Meanwhile, the Democratic National uh, Committee is telling the candidates to watch their mouths with the rise of, quote, coarse language. Oh, they're talking to Beto and his F-bombs. Right. A leaked email reviews or reveals, rather, the candidates have been put on notice about four-letter words, and specifically four-letter words. Filthy, filthy Beto. Meanwhile, going into this, Joe Biden is leading still the pack of the uh, candidates in a new CNN poll. The poll shows the former Veep at 24 percent, Warren's polling at 18 percent, followed by Sanders at 17 percent. And all the other candidates had less than 10 percent support in that poll. 
So that will be coming up tonight. Oh, God. <laughs> wow. wow, that was pleasing. Stop threatening us, Marshall. <laughs> Acting U.S. Customs and Border Protection Commissioner Mark Morgan said 45,000 people have been turned back to Mexico to wait out their asylum claims. Morgan praising the Supreme Court decision, allowing nationwide enforcement of that Trump administration rule, preventing most Central American migrants from seeking asylum in the United States if they have not tried to seek asylum in the first country they went into. Which is the way you're supposed to do yeah. it. Yeah. And, and otherwise, you're not seeking asylum, you're emigrating. And of course, the left and all the media was beating up the Trump administration for being an evil racists for wanting to uh, follow the rules that the U.N. set. God dang it, it's annoying. <laughs> A tentative settlement to deal with the thousands of lawsuits from local and state governments brought against oxycotton maker Purdue Pharma. Purdue accused of helping fuel the opioid crisis through aggressive marketing that really downplayed the whole addiction risk. However, the tentative deal is not going to resolve all the cases, but under the agreement worked out so far, the company would file for a structured bankruptcy, pay as much as $12 billion over time with about $3 billion of that, coming from the Sackler family, which owns Purdue. Now, the Sacklers would also have to give up ownership of Purdue and contribute another billion and a half by selling another of its pharmaceutical companies. Now, that's a settlement. Yes. And there's still a lot of states who have not signed on to that settlement. Hey, Walmart's going to be expanding its new unlimited grocery delivery service. The world's biggest retailer is expanding delivery unlimited to 1,400 stores this fall. It costs about $98 a year or $12.95 a month for an unlimited number of orders. Uh, Point of order, uh, Mr. Chairman. If California's uh, gig economy ruling, well, I guess it's not a ruling, it's a law that uh, your Uber drivers and Amazon delivery right. people and all, those are not uh, contract employees. Those are not uh, contractors. They're employees. Uh, that's going to devastate Amazon's business model. I didn't model even think about that. We get well. tons of packages right. from your uh, your randos and their beater cars right. dropping off packages. Is that over? Good morning, rando. <laughs> <laughs> In a huge breakthrough, scientists have discovered water on a planet outside of our solar system that has temperatures suitable for life. I'm moving there. How soon can I get there? I've had enough. Two research groups announcing they've found water vapor in the atmosphere of a planet that is 110 light years away in the constellation Leo. The so-called super-Earth is the right distance from its star to sustain life. The journal Nature Astronomy revealed that it's the only exoplanet known so far to have both water and temperatures needed to sustain I can't, life. I, I take your word for it, and I'm sure they got a way to figure it out, but it's, it's, it boggles the mind to think that 110 light years away, Correct. they can tell what the temperature is there? Right. <laughs> and the water what? vapor content? Seriously? I don't know what it is in this room, and I don't know how to begin to figure that out. <laughs> The uh, the uh, lead authors of the study, so uh, do caution, this is definitely not a second Earth. Its star and atmosphere are so, so different. Boy, than if you're ours. wrong, I'll tell it. Boy, I'll tell you what. Check out, because I was about to go there. <laughs> or well, Go ahead and say it. It's exciting. Make it, make it up. I don't care. <laughs> Super Earth. Yep, that's what that's what it's being referred to. One final note. I, I'm sorry I missed it. Is it like super big or... 
No, it's about they're just they're just saying it's just amazing. It's just that it's a super out there. Earth. No, whichever yeah. Earth has LeBron yeah. James on it, that's yeah. the super Earth. It's right. like a super ball. It's just a great one. A okay. great, okay. a great uh, exoplanet Earth. Yes. yes, finally. All right, Kevin Hart finally out of the hospital after that horrific car crash. According to reports, he's now at a live-in rehab facility. He's doing obviously intense uh, physical he spent therapy. Ten days in the hospital, yeah. which is not a minor amount, right? And, Sor- you, and you went to your house after your car wreck. All right, that's fine. Sources close to the uh, star say the comedian's going to spend about a week at the live-in facility working on rehab, and then we will He'll see. come up with some funny jokes about it. Brutal. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Since LeBron James came up, it reminded me of the NBA and the Lakers, and the story I came across last week that um, somehow it got revealed that Shaquille O'Neal had a special hand signal in the Lakers' heyday, to tell people not to pass the ball to Kobe. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. At various times in games when Kobe was shooting too much, he had a hand signal he'd give to the other players, and they wouldn't pass him the ball. Wow. (laughs) Just give give it to me on the block. I'll just bag it down. Most dominant big man ever. uh, I just found that interesting. Don't pass to the ball, hog. Kobe's response was, we might have eight championships if they'd have gotten me the ball more often. Oh, boy. All right. Uh, great. So I have a couple of absolutely delightful uh, Instagram influencer stories. Cool. For you. Um, among other things. Oh, oh, a West Coast bum explosion update, of course. Um, just ran into a, a co-worker of ours. I'm not sure he wants me to say his name. Um, great dude. Uh, grew up in the hood. Grew up in uh, the projects. Grew up rough. And he said, never had a gun. Never needed a gun. I could live without one. He's got a gun now because there are so many junkies and tweakers who are ooching about his house trying to get in his backyard to steal his tools that he goes out to, you know, wee hours of the morning to drop off the garbage or whatever. There's some scumbag trying to steal his tools or whatever. Mm -hmm. And some of them are violent. A lot of them are crazy. And he thinks, you know, I hate to think it, but someday it may come down to me or him. And so after growing up in the project, lives in a nice part of town, too, in in the city where he lives. But there's so many junkies now. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's important. We make it as easy as possible for them to be junkies. There should be no sanctions against them for doing drugs in public, for camping in public, for pooping on the streets, for committing crimes. We have to be understanding and enable them to be junkies. Signed, the entire West Coast. So Joe's got his influencer thing. I've got a couple of kid things. Popular toys that were popular for us as kids that are still popular with kids today. And a parenting situation is my kids are uh, under uh, double double lockdown now for quite some time. What now? Yeah. We're, 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 Disciplinary action. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yes. my. Of, uh, of, of the, the sphereest kind we've ever had, I believe. Lockdown. So they don't get to go to the exercise yard or... Certainly no treats for quite some time. Oh, my. I'm thinking a month. Scandal. Oh, a month. Do we have a major incident? Yeah. Oh, geez. uh, Yeah. Among other things, on the way in the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I remember when, I remember, I remember when I read 
two-toned lobster was just found off the coast of Maine. Here it is here. Look at that. The lobster is exactly half black and half orange. They said it was a one in 50 million find. Also, it was delicious. <laughs> there you go. Animals were meant to be eaten. Otherwise, God wouldn't have made them delicious. <laughs> exactly right. Reminds me of the the classic, the unspeakably hilarious, pinchy episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> Many years ago when Homer had a lobster as a pet. <clears throat> and, and, well, <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> what do you think Homer did? A couple of uh, Instagram, uh, Instagram influencer uh, stories here for you. I've always hated that term. Uh, since I first heard it, because they were trying to figure out what do we call people who have zillions of followers and so they can, you know, get you to do stuff and buy stuff and all. So they call them influencers. You know, half of them are like Kim Kardashian, who just shows you her butt and her boobies and the rest of it. And I just, the influencer, you know, here we are in a world of, of, of crisis and politics and division and law and government and war and the rest. And you're calling some girl with big boobs an influencer. Just, it offends me. But, a couple of funny influencer stories. Number one, uh, you got this uh, Australian couple. He, hard-bodied, handsome, frequently sleevelessly t-shirted. She, cutie, halter tops, etc. Traveling the world. Their theme is... We travel to countries that have a bad rap to remove the stigma. Well, they traveled to Iran to remove the stigma and got arrested and are now in a high-security prison. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes people in places have a stigma because they're awful. Yikes. They're being held in the same prison as as some other uh, foreigners, and uh, it's no joke, man. I'd be pretty scared if I was in an Iranian Mm -hmm. prison. Yeah. Well, they're now hostages of the mullahs and will be used as uh, pawns in whatever uh, mm-hmm. game is going on. Secondly, this woman who I'm told is fairly well known among people who know these sorts of people, Kristen Cavallari. She is in a couple of reality shows and she's a fashion designer now. She posted a picture of herself on uh, what street was it? Uh, it doesn't matter. It's in Manhattan. There she is in her strappy pumps, her very, very low-cut dress. Woo! Posing with her thigh up and the rest of it, blah, blah, blah. And the caption is, in New York City for 24 hours, 9-11. What a time to be here. Always remember. And apparently the Internet thought that was in fairly bad taste. It's weird. There she is in her strappy pumps. And her cute breasts hanging out. Look how hot I am in New York remembering 9-11. Yes. <laughs> people people on the internet, Jack, called it tone deaf. I would yeah, say it's it. Pretty is. good. Pretty yeah. good uh, description. But you know what? Yeah, and listen, folks, I'm going to keep my voice down. Because you can hear it, but I don't want those other people who are just out of range to hear it. Much of American politics and media exists for dumb people. That's why it seems so dumb. <laughs> that's, that's the audience. Cool. That's who it's there for. Well, is Kristen Cavallari, is that her name, Kristen, going to influence you to do jack squat? No, she's not. But she might make millions and millions of dollars off dumb people. 
And who, who am I to stand in her way? I, I listened to a business person talking about influencers, not the the hottie kind of influencers, but the the the, the other kind, more more legit kind in my mind, um, and how it's going to be a ten billion dollar industry next year, and it's still it's still wide open to people. You all you need is a, you know a computer or a, a smartphone, and you can become an influencer and make a lot of money. And uh, but the, they they said the key to it, the people that are that are that are lasting. Whether you're a person that, you know, hey, I'm, I'm Jack the washing machine guy. I check out different washing machines and see which ones work the best. You know, right. that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, the, the key is if people get the sense that you're getting paid by the various companies or whatever, you're, you're done. Mm. You have to you have to be it has to be believed that you're not taking these products for free. So if you want to start that, my friend, if you want to start doing it like I'm into guitar gear and there's a website that of a couple of guys that test this stuff all the time and they and they they and they've got millions of followers. Mm. Um, and uh, but one of their main things is hey, nobody gave it this. We bought it with our own money. And sometimes we and then sometimes they'll say this is crappy. This thing is just crappy. This is way overpriced. Yeah. It is the only way you can really have staying power. But if you get if you get that niche for whatever little thing it is, you can hang on to it for a long time. Could hang on to it for a long time. Mm. There's a lot of money in it. Mm. I don't know if you have to be an expert in, but you know, Ben the Libertarian who's um And it know. exists in everything. Shoes, watches, soft drinks, you just anything you can think of. Mm-hmm. There are people out there that are the influencer on it. Yeah, I wish I knew more, and I'm sure I could get some hipster to uh, to bring me up to speed, but I'm 90% sure it was Ben the Libertarian. Hmm, I hope it was. Uh, but he had a video of something that got about a million views, mm. and he said he made not dime one. Really? Yeah, he just yeah, he couldn't capitalize it. So uh, The economics of all of that, number one, I'm, I'm a little hazy on number two, they're changing all the time. Mm. Um, so... But I'd love to get in on it. I don't know what I'd do. Try gins? That'd be a good one. You know, and Golf if, clubs. The drunken golfer. There if, it is. And if you're do li- what you do best. That would be great. And if you're, if you're likable, funny, and all that sort of stuff, and people have the sense that you're being honest with them, you can turn into something. Funny, yes. Likable, mm-hmm. Can we mix in a kilt with a Scottish accent? Are you kidding? Can we mix it in, boy? <laughs> you know, if you got drunker throughout, like noticeably drunker, yes. then people would watch the whole video to the end to see... And we have our hook. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, Three-hour debate tonight. Um, <laughs> what am I going to do? Like get drunk on different golf courses? Or sure. What's, what's now the, we're thinking. What's the repeat performance? You drink there? while you're trying different clubs, different bags, different shoes, different socks, different visors, just whatever. All right. All right. There are no bad ideas at this stage. We're brainstorming. <laughs> Uh, Three-hour debate tonight, which I, uh, I'll i have a little more time to watch as my uh, oldest son, maybe both kids, who haven't decided yet, will be in his room early tonight as they are in trouble. You want to punish them, make them watch the debate. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good point. No, you have to be, you're not allowed that's, in your room. That's child abuse. You have to listen to Elizabeth Warren's health care plan for three hours. <laughs> no, no! no that's Amy Klobuchar. She has as much chance as you at the presidency, <laughs> but you need to listen to her. And they're in trouble for stealing candy. candy. Oh, um, no. And, uh, and uh, the older brother was the ringleader in this. And so I didn't catch on to this. My wife caught on to it. I'm easy to fool because I didn't do things like this as a kid. I didn't lie or steal things. Mm. And so I just, I'm not as good at catching it. But um, uh, the youngest was just bouncing off the walls at bedtime last night. I mean, just, hey, everybody! I Ooh. mean, just like. Oh, this is not good. 
Yeah, and uh, and also it had a couple of nights in a row where uh, they're not hungry for dinner and they don't seem to be interested, and then they don't ask for food later. And okay, what's going on there? Okay, yeah. And they've been—I mean, in retrospect, 2020, it's all incredibly obvious. And they've been playing an extraordinary amount of time together, alone in the room with the door shut, which they've never done in the past. They've always played in the living room. Oh, and stuff please. Like that. I know. I should have caught on to it. I'm mm. just—I'm just a dope. Isn't that fantastic that they're playing so well together alone in the room? Well, let's just count our blessings and <laughs> let them play. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, so we had these giant Kit Kat bars. I don't know if you've ever seen the giant, giant ones, but they're they're enormous. They're like the size of a, an eight and a half by eleven piece of paper. Wow. They're like they're they're enormous Kit Kat bars. Size. And we had a whole box of them, and uh, we'd used them for oh, that's what the uh, the Tooth Fairy brings. Oh, my ironically, <laughs> I know our Tooth Fairy brings candy. Gigantic. It's a candy. it's a profit deal. She's trying to get your teeth rot out. She for some reason she gets teeth. I don't know why she. Wants yeah, you're right. It's like if the uh, uh, tobacco companies were selling chemotherapy. But God, they had <laughs> they had eaten. I don't know, like ten of these in a, in a 24 hour period. Oh, boy. I don't know how they're not throwing up all over the whole oh, boy. It's a fine bar. <laughs> it really I mean, you is. You get the chocolatey covering and the cookie crisp. Mm. But uh, got to do some serious parenting, and then just the whole, you know, lying and sneaking, and just it's it's an ugly feeling. And I realize it's everybody deals with it, and I've read lots about it. But oh yeah, just to, just when you find out you're being lied to, and it makes you wonder about anything else they're saying, and you got to reestablish that trust so you can do anything together, and it's 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 unfortunate. There's a loss of innocence to the relationship, absolutely, too, which is very sad and disappointing, yeah. but inevitable, yeah. honestly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which doesn't make it any less. Kit Kats leads to marijuana, leads to black tar heroin, leads to finally refined uranium. Actually, in my experience, marijuana leads to Kit Kats. <laughs> <laughs> got it backwards.